Just a reminder, everyone, the topics covered in this podcast are general in nature. They haven't taken into account your personal circumstances, and it's important to seek personal financial advice if you want to address any of the subject matter. Welcome to the Money Men edition of the 7th of July, 2022. I'm Steve May and I'm here with Luke Stiles and a very special guest who we'll introduce shortly. G'day awesome. Luke. How you going Steve? And special guest. How are you? I'm good, thanks. That's good. <laughs> um, firstly, we'll uh, hook into our normal bit before we go into the into the, uh, the property market actually with our special guest Andrew. Um, past fortnight, Luke... Um, been pretty much uh, more of the same, hasn't it? Yep. Uh, a lot of volatility in the markets day by day. Um, Australian all orders is up um, about a percent. Mm-hmm. Um, Dow Jones, what would you think that might be? Oh, up about one and a half, one yeah. all the same. Yeah, pretty much, uh, pretty much on the mark there. And S and P five hundred's up a little more actually, about two percent for yeah, the fortnight. Okay. There, we're joking just before we came um, on air. That one uh, percent for the fortnight—that's twenty twenty-six percent annualised. So yeah. That's not a bad, and, bad return on your money. Is and it? I said to Steve and Andrew, it doesn't quite work that way. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> look, I mean, there's plenty of, as we know, there's plenty of plenty of volatility going on in the markets at the moment. Lots of noise in the media around, you know, super fund balances reporting negative returns for the financial year. Hey, you know what, guys? That's all right. That's mm. just normal. Um, you know, everyone's performed reasonably well over the last sort of five, ten year period anyway. Um, and if we're serious about investing, that's how long you're going to be investing for mm-hmm. at least. Yep. Um, so, you know, yeah, if you're, what it is. If you're invested in good quality assets, then they'll uh, stand the test of time. You mm-hmm. know, they'll, uh, there'll be volatility in any growth asset. Um, but if you stay the course, you'll get the returns and the rewards. Yeah. We say that every episode, don't we? And we always say, always say why do we even look at the last fortnight's, um, you know, results? But we do because we like to ram home the fact that it doesn't really matter what yeah. a fortnight um, does. It's yeah. uh, what happens over the long term. Absolutely. It's a quick way to lose sleep or, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. That's exactly <laughs> right. You know, if, you, if you want to lose sleep, just turn, turn on the news. You know, yeah. In whatever form you take yeah. the news, it'll, it'll be disastrous and uh, and they'll never tell you when something good happens. And it's just shocking to see the reports at the moment around, you know, people's super funds being down for the financial year like it's the you know the end of the world or you know one of the reports was you know australian super reports losses for the fifth time in 30 years i'm like well that's, that's pretty good that's not bad that's not bad most super funds are going to be in the same place so you know five five down market you know five financial years where it's been down over a 30-year period yeah much you know, not you bad. Prefer to be in than out, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, prefer to be so. in than out. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Anyway, be careful what you read. Yeah, be careful what you read. Um, forgot to say, leave a review. Uh, mm. Tell your friends. Uh, join the movement, the Money Men movement. Yeah. we call it. Is there a hashtag or a handle or something? Well, maybe. Is that what you call it? Hashtag Money Man. Uh, yeah. Hashtag Money Man. Yeah, that's what it is. Right, we have a very special guest here. We've been uh, promising for probably the last 10 episodes that we'll get, get a, proper, a property expert in yeah. uh, to talk to us about what's happening in the residential property markets, because there are many markets, it's not, not just one. Yep. Um, 
And we have Andrew Caprillion here with us. G'day, Andrew. Hey, Steve. How's it going? Yeah, good, thanks. Thanks for joining us. Um, we we enjoy having you into the studio uh, to talk property. Um, thanks, and we just We probably don't do it enough, but... Uh, um, thanks for coming in. Now you've got, you've actually got, uh, had a couple of good uh, news stories happen to you recently, haven't you? Yeah, there's quite a bit going on in my life at the moment. Yeah. So I uh, got a baby girl on the way, yeah, which is awesome. quite exciting. That'll yeah, be my first. On top of that, yeah, we've just, um, which is pretty much landmark for Korea, but we've pretty much put a partnership deal together mm-hmm. um, at Korea as well. So mm-hmm. there's four new incoming partners there. Um, I was lucky enough to be invited in. And um, yeah, it's quite a big thing for Korea. That's 15 partners in 150 years. Yeah, so, okay. um, you know, on average, that's one every 10. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it doesn't happen very often. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's, um, that's, yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, so looking forward to that challenge. So yeah. we'll see what happens there. Yeah. And, yeah. yeah, excellent. So all the uh, all the headaches that probably come with it uh, should yeah. be good. <laughs> part of the fun. Uh, it's um, part of the fun of uh, of running a business. Um, so. Great news! It's uh, been awesome for you. Has there been um, so? What we're going to actually do today is we're going to just ask you a little bit about what the market uh, is doing locally mm-hmm. uh, in, sure. the, in the you know Lake Macquarie, you know Newcastle area, mm-hmm. and and perhaps ask you to give us a bit of your view of what's happening in other areas, states, capital cities, etc. If you know, yeah, you sure, sure. Idea. You're closer to it than us, so yeah, sure, no trouble at all. So um, yeah, to give you a guide, it, it doesn't actually sound too dissimilar to your stories around your uh, your super headlines. At the mm. moment, pretty much, if you turn on the news and look at anything about housing, um, the amount of negativity that's around it is, out, you know, it's outstanding. Mm. I was just telling Luke that one of my um, favourite headlines is the um, the housing market is set to torch. I mean, it doesn't yeah. get much scarier. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, we've got pictures of houses burning now. Yeah, well, that's it, is exactly what it was. So uh, you know, they had it had it burnt to cinders, <laughs> and it looks horrendous. <laughs> and um, you know they're talking about 25-30% drops and uh, yeah the reality is for us we're not actually seeing it in any way or form mm-hmm. at that sort of level or or, or indicating that we're going to have that damage in the near future mm-hmm. so um, where the current market's up to at the moment so if you talk about locally and the way it's going um, there's actually been um, quite a few decent sales if you actually look at the prices they're actually supporting and, and holding up quite well okay. um, we may be one or two percent off here but it's not dramatic um, when you talk about um, you know last year and the year before seeing 20% rises yeah. um, it's probably not too unexpected that you coming back at least a few percent we're seeing a longer time on market so that is occurring at the moment no longer is it two days on you're wiped off the market instantly it may take you four to six weeks to then mm-hmm. move your property that's yep. quite normal now yeah. um, is, that, is, that, is that normal generally that's long correct time, yeah. correct yeah. so what we've been through is uh, never been, you know if you talk about 2021 and 2020 um, after after COVID there yeah, that yeah, was not a normal yeah. market. That was artificially inflated. It was it was aggressive. It was fast 
paced. It was moving really, really strong. Uh, but if we actually go back to when I first started my career or you talk about even 2015, 2016, um, this is more to what the market was back then. Mm-hmm. So um, by no means would I call this bad. No. I actually call this normal now as opposed to what it was, which was out of control insane mm-hmm. in, yeah. in 2020 and 2021. Yeah. Um, so where we're at today, what we expect now is more one to three buyers on each home. Um, they may come back for a second inspection, which sounds weird, but during that 21, 2021 <laughs> and 2020 period, there was no time for that. If you yeah. were buying, you put your money down, you sign a contract, let's go. Yep. Now, second second inspections are occurring, third inspections, you know, then signing the contract a week later is is the general process in terms of getting a yep. house sold. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of where uh, it's at at the moment. Um, yeah, one of the biggest risks I see in the market is probably an over-panic, mm-hmm. um, but I'll, we can talk about that a bit further mm-hmm. um, when you're ready. So, yeah. 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 Um, what do you what do you hear anecdotally that's happening in um, in capital cities, Sydney, yeah. say Melbourne? You know? Yeah, sure. So Sydney's always a good leading indicator for us. I always say we're roughly about six months behind Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, that generally is the trend um, when it comes to housing. Again, it may vary for other asset classes, but for us, that's that's where I, I sort of see it. Um, it's down minus 2.8 for the quarter. Um, okay. So it's down about 3%. Mm-hmm. Um, we may see that here. Um, we're down 1% or 2% at the moment. It's only going to take another percent to get us there. Yeah. Um, but when it when it boils down to it again, you talk about how the, the rest of the market going, it's not too bad. Um, you talk about Melbourne. Uh, they're down about 1.8% yep. at the moment. Um, but there are actually some markets that are still up. So like the Perth market is mm-hmm. up 0.4 um, mm-hmm. in June. So it's, it's, it's you know, holding yep. strong. Brizzy's at um, 0.1 mm-hmm. for June. Yep, so, so holding, holding their ground. Yeah, so, so a lot of, you know, it's negative to neutral. That's kind of where yeah, it so seems to be. Interesting, like on a million-dollar purchase, not even not buy much in... In inner Sydney for a million dollars, but a million dollar purchase, it is down two percent. Isn't it? You're down twenty grand, aren't you? Exactly, um, exactly. On a property that you know maybe two years ago was worth eight hundred. Yep. Um, yep. So you got to put things in a bit of perspective, <laughs> don't you? Um, Absolutely, yeah. and it is hard when you've seen these inflating boom markets, mm. and yep. same with the stock market too. I mean, it rose to all times high. You know, mm. you look at the previous high of the market; it's you know it went three times that or something. Yeah. I mean, when you look at that, you go right. Oh well, it kind of makes yeah. sense. There's a bit of a, a bit of a problem. You know? mm. yeah. Just speaking of like the fundamentals of, I guess, the Newcastle Lake Macquarie market, mm-hmm. um, Andrew. You know, as far as people moving from Sydney and yep. COVID really shrunk that, you know, distance and travel yes, um, yep. element, are we going to see it remain strong like you used to? And, you know, because it's going to be those, you know, those mm. city dwellers leaving yep. the city and coming out to Lake Macquarie and, you know, yep. the fundamentals going to be there still to keep the market um, not propped up, it's probably the wrong term, but, you know, um, stable, strong or stable. stable. Yeah. yeah. So where we're up to on that side, the we're seeing actually a few interstate buyers. So um, mm-hmm. I guess to give you a guide, I sold one uh, recently at Robert Avenue at Warners Bay, not too far from here. And um, that particular property at the time, uh, that went to a Melbourne buyer that's moving for work yep. purposes. Um, we are still seeing that transition through yeah. um, where we have people moving for work. Um, 
the investors have dried up a little bit and that's probably to do with the rate outlook. Mm -hmm. Um, I do expect that'll probably occur at the moment. Um, But what we still will see is the sea change from Sydney, Melbourne, um, Brizzy, people coming here and just looking for a quieter life. Um, And then moving to our our town to put a little bit of cash in their pocket if they can. We're actually one of the dearer markets. I think we're like Mm -hmm. top four now or something. Um, But they'll they'll be looking to try and cash in at Melbourne or Sydney and then sort of move here. Yeah, and yeah. the loans. And, and, you know, yeah. other, other major regional centres as well. So it'd be similar in, in those centres, you know, so your, you know, your South Coast, your, you know, your, your Wollongongs. And, yeah. and exactly. Like Actually, you know, um, yeah. an interesting number was the regionals are up 1.2 in mm-hmm. Victoria, right? So, yeah. like, so the regionals still are still holding yeah. Yeah. okay as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, and, yeah. you know, it's still, in my view, you know, and I, again, this is just my opinion, if someone's selling in Sydney or Melbourne at, you know, a market that's down two or three percent over the last quarter, yep, and they're buying up here that's you know flat or still increasing by one or two percent. The yep. median house price difference, they're still getting a lot of bang for buck, they they've still got money left over. So, to yep. me, I, I don't know that it's one of those equations where they go, Oh, prices are correcting, we can't make this move. No, it's prices are correcting in these capital cities, we're still going to have a lot of money left over after this potential sale. So, yep. yeah, I'd be interested to see how it plays out. Me too. Yep. Me too. Yeah. What yeah. Um, what what uh, prices are selling uh, the, the the best? What what is the most activity? Is it the yeah, lower end, the higher end? Yeah. So so the first home buyers are still going really well. Mm-hmm. What we're starting to see now, the news is really creating this um, this uh, polarizing setup with the buyers. <laughs> so it's what probably the, probably the best way to put it. You've <laughs> got some people that watch it obviously and take yeah. it on board and lap it up uh, you've also got the buyers that have been around for a couple of months and yeah they go oh hang on a minute it's actually not too bad uh, and they've kind of realigned their expectations yep. so where we're at at the moment the first home buyer market's really strong um, I guess to give you a guide you know I've got some properties on the market at the moment where I've got five offers running on it which is still excellent mm-hmm. that's that's out um out west lakes way mm-hmm. um and that's that's around the 600 bracket so it's around that yep. 600 mark now of those buyers we're probably seeing 50 to 60 percent of those take this a little bit i know you're okay with the wording on the show which is good um and 40 40 40 percent are, are what i would call genuine fair income we're going to have a crack Buyers at the moment, so interested. We may see, you know, three out of five give us lighter offers, and then we see two out of five give us very strong offers and have a good crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that seems to be the way. Yeah, yeah. things slowed down at the top end. The the. 1.5 1.5 plus yeah. so so actually there's still a lack of there's a lack of stock in that market at yeah, the moment yeah. there's next to none up for sale um, if you go between here you know that, let's call Valentine we'll talk home turf you mm-hmm. go from Valentine to Spears Point mm-hmm. if you talk about properties that are, are, are 2 million plus at the moment there's not really much on the market yeah. um, a lot of those actually chose to sell last year and they haven't really tested the market this year I've mm-hmm. found that that's been a, a trend there's been a supply issue there mm-hmm. Um, what market seems to be, um, I guess, uh, probably struggling the most would be probably second home buyers with a couple of kids or, or something like that. Um, you'll generally find the new serviceability of those loans is probably a little bit weaker um, today as it 
as it was, you know, three months ago or four yep. months ago. Yep. So their ability to borrow more has probably reduced a little bit, mm-hmm. and that's probably tightening that market a little bit. But um, yep. outside of that, I mean, there's nothing really to indicate the trophy sections in trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, between the 600 to the 1.2 space is still, you know, 600 to 1 mil space is still very good, and then the 1 to 2 mil space is a little mm-hmm. bit of stock, but yeah. it's, it's it's a yeah. little bit challenging on that transition to the next time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Moment. Yep. yeah. Where do you see, uh, what's your outlook? What are you thinking? Yeah, so uh, I actually went back through history on this. Um, I had a look all the way back to the 70s, so I, I was really interested for a client that actually lives in Warners Bay down the road here. And, um, yeah, basically what I looked at was the inflationary periods and how they performed, and then I also looked at just dips in general yep. and, and how it looked. Um, so in the 1970s, inflation spike, and that spiked up uh, 15%. I think it was about 15% yep. or something for the for the inflationary spike in the 70s. Um, and, and keep in mind, our numbers aren't like that at the moment. We're, we're not at that sort of level yet. I know the US had an 8.6 inflation spike last yep. quarter or something, mm-hmm. but we're out of that yeah. space. And then talk about history repeating um, itself. The 70s one was largely Iran energy pricing. Yeah, there energy you go. Prices. There you go. So, so yeah, the oil price boom and the spike, yeah. yeah. So, so, you know. <laughs> so you sort of look at that and, and, and I thought that would be a good indicator, right? It, yeah. it, it has some similarities to where we're at today. Now, that that over a five-year period had about a 15% drop or about 3% a year. Um, for about five years, yep. it was a it was a bit of a lull in the property market at that point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the thing: our inflation isn't anywhere near as high as what it was back then. Yep. Um, but our loan uh, size is a lot larger yep. in comparison to. So we've got to keep that in mind as well. Um, we look at the '90s. Um, you sort of go to that '90s space. There was another drop on inflation at that point, mm-hmm. um, and it went plus one. Over that five-year period, with a with a, a mm-hmm. it was it was a bit choppy for about five years as well, um, but it didn't drop. So you look at it over the course of five years, and it was still good. Yep. Now, uh, and then you look at GFC, and you also look at um, COVID. These were deflationary events, yep. but they only had two years spike. You know, one year drop, yep. one year back up, yep. and off to the races. So, yep. one thing I did notice with all these events, um, we found that as we were coming out of those uh, events, basically there was a fair spike to the property prices Mm -hmm. during that time. Um, Also important to know, generally, uh, and I know uh, you talk about the RBA and how they feel about what's going on at the moment, Um, in about two to three three years' time, the other thing I noticed with the inflation was potential recession elements. Now, some people would say that's actually bad for the property market, but again, it'll help to decrease rates again. Mm -hmm. If that occurs, then all of a sudden serviceability improves, stock market goes up, property goes up. Off we go again. Yeah. So, providing business is going well and you know yeah. everyone's not to the wall and putting up bankruptcy signs, yeah, yes, yeah. that's, that's how it'll probably look. Yeah, so. which I can't really see happening. No, and no. yeah, the language around the Reserve Bank and interest rates are that the the economy is in fact quite strong. Yes, hence yeah. the reason to temper it. Yes, so correct. If it's quite strong and people still have capacity to spend, they're still going to be buying and selling. That's they're right. They're still going to be moving. They're still going to be upgrading. They're still going to be having reasonably large loans. Yes. Um, you know, so, yeah, it's just, 
Yeah, when you hear the fear mongering <laughs> of, of uh, what was the title of the article? Uh, uh, Has he marked a torch? Yeah, yeah, yeah torched. Yeah. You know, it's just it's it's quite frankly bullshit, isn't it? Oh, it yeah. is. It is. It's shocking. There's, so. there's another language edit. Yeah. Oh, you've got to bleep that out, do you? <laughs> probably won't. No. <laughs> I do the editing, so keep <laughs> it. Um, yeah, I think people forget that. Yeah, you know, the last couple of years isn't normal. You know, no, so, that's know, it. You, when I last looked at um, you know long-term capital gains in property in in local regional and most regional areas, the the average over sort of 10, 15 year periods is actually four to five percent yeah. growth. Yeah, you know, that's your average yearly growth. Um, yeah, it's not twenty. It's <laughs> not fifteen. And yeah. people's expectations become yeah you know, out of whack with reality when we yeah. go when we go through a, a strong period of growth. Yeah. yeah. So if you get in periods as you do in the share markets, if you get in periods where you're getting 20, 15, 25 percent returns, it's inevitably going to be periods where you don't. Yeah, and it's from right. reversion yeah. to the mean. Yeah. It's outside yeah. normality. Yes. Um, yeah. And so it can't last. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess my my personal, as I said, my personal view is there are some fundamentals of the Newcastle Lake Macquarie market that make me think it won't necessarily decrease at the rate that capital city, cities may. No, um, no, that's purely right. Purely on that basis of there is a lot of value to be had. Yep. Um, COVID has changed the nature of the workforce dramatically. Yep. And there are a lot of people looking to move out of capital cities. So yep. I'd sort of think... Well, the catch-up that was probably meant to be, meant to have been happening over the last ten to fifteen years between regional and capital areas is yep. is you know coming back. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely, and yeah, this is the thing. Like Newcastle is resoundingly strong, and um, you know, as a as an example, one of my friends they called me up and they said, "Hey, Andrew, the housing market's about to crash." They read the news article and he freaked out. <laughs> they rang up and told you that, didn't they? They yeah, did. They, they did. did. So because we had a big discussion about it, right? And and to some degree, some people are hoping for it to happen of as course. well, whether it's yeah, first yeah. home buyer yep. or second home buyer, just trying to, you know, sit on the sideline. Um, so people tend to write their own narrative and, you know, go, well, this is what I, what I, how I feel about it and this is what I want to happen, so yeah. this is what's happening what now. Um, but but <laughs> the reality is, like, like I said to him, this market is always very sound, betting against this market. Um, we found in COVID, again, we bet against it. Mm. Almost everyone thought it was going down 20 to 24%. That was an end-of-world event, mm-hmm. as you as you guys will remember. It's only two yeah. years ago. Yeah. Um, and we were talking talking about, you know, the world ending. What ended up happening? It flipped and turned into the biggest bull market in history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. For, for property and for, for, yeah, yeah, for yeah. stocks as well. well. So, prices, yeah. Um, so one thing I've actually learned during that time, you can you can predict which way it's going to go, but you, you know you can't be sure mm. that's how it's going to play out. There yep. could be a short squeeze. It could potentially go the other way too. And um, the other thing is you don't know how long it's going to last. So even though the you know there's two instances of five year periods, mm. you look at COVID and the GFC one year down, one year up. Mm. If that happens, you can't be out of the market too long. It's pretty much right. Oh, well, yeah. let's get in, let's get out, mm. and you know. You get back in as soon as you can. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't so, become yeah. paralysed by analysis, which is, no. you know. Yeah. It just reiterates what we always say is that it's, yeah, it's a long game, you know. Oh. Investing in property. Mm. Um, yeah. 
the reality is it's, it's got to be a greater than five most of the time, unless you're, unless you're a big risk taker, you know. You, yeah. There's got to be a five-year-plus you know, strategy. Um, and sometimes circumstances can work your way and you can you can get a quick win and yeah. whatever, but you can't count on it. Yeah. The, the, the theory that you can walk into a property and turn it around for 20% is just, mm-hmm. you know, that if you to the last two years are the exception to that rule, mm-hmm. But if you went any time before that in the last 10 years, mm-hmm. no way. <laughs> no way you're walking up to a 20% property, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. You know, walk in, walk out, you yeah, know. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. how it was. So, but, um, yeah, when it boils down to it, uh, yes, could there be a little bit of a pullback? Maybe. Um, but you just can't be sure. And no. This is the thing. Yeah. You know, Mr. Mr. Lowe said only, what, a year ago that he wasn't going to increase rates, and here we are today getting absolutely slammed yeah. before 2023, which he predicted. I, I, don't know, um, I, don't know that Mr. I don't know that Mr. Lowe knows. And his <laughs> no. gang, and his gang. Um, <laughs> and his gang, and then, yeah. No, and, no, as much as they make out to... <laughs> no, that's it, that's yeah. it. Obviously, they got wrong-footed, and here's the thing, if they get wrong-footed again, let's say they, you know, those inflationary pressures are supply chain issues, yeah. and they're temporary, mm. um, you may find that rates, even though they're on the on the, on the the spike up, mm. possibly in two years' time, you may see them on the way back yeah. down too, yeah. so that's possible. And rates are still low. <laughs> oh, historically low. As far as, you know, normality and averages and history oh. is concerned, so... Everyone well, sees these. At the moment, they're the third lowest they've ever been. Yeah, yeah. so everyone sees I think sees the median's about 5 or 6%. Yeah. Like that's, that's about where it normally is. So. Yeah, so, I mean, what are we, 1.35% <laughs> for the central cash rate? Like, yeah. it's, just, it's just, you know, it's extraordinarily low still. Um, so, you know, everyone jumping up and down just needs to settle down. Mm. Um, yes, there are certainly going to be people that are going to take... A hit, but mm. that's the objective of the increase is to take some of that stimulus out. But I totally it's, agree with your comment, Andrew. Around is it a transitory supply chain issue off the back of COVID driving up inflation? Yeah. And will we find out that that's all it was, or is it something you know deeper, so, deeper some, something deeper rooted? No one has a crystal ball. No one really knows. And remember that the Reserve Bank aren't interested in what property prices are doing. They're interested in making sure that they can retain inflation within a certain target band. <laughs> that's all their that's, obje- that's all their objective is. But yep. you know, you know, maybe the best advice is, and I've said this a hundred times before: don't read those news articles <laughs> that, are, that are suggesting. So, so Andrew, you're still fairly. Um yeah, optimistic and, and bullish rather than bearish. Yeah, yeah, so I'm not I'm not feeling like if you were looking to go to market today, it would be a bad time to do so. Um, our numbers through the door have taken a small hit, but it's not it's not dramatic. And when you talk about it relative to what it is normal, yes, I'm still bullish. That mm. is the normal market from 2015 to 2018. Yeah. Um, that is not what I call a bad market. That mm. is quite healthy, mm-hmm. um, and that's more like it should be throughout time not what not we saw in the last yeah. two years yeah. so um, yeah when it boils down to it um, yeah you may have some buying potential in the next couple of years but there's two catches that you need to keep in mind too if you're renting a property you're also paying your own tax on that mm-hmm. um, effectively you're giving your money to your landlord yeah. it might be costing you uh, you know what would be 
4% in loan repayments a year mm. if you owned your own house. Mm. And the thing is, if you're out of that market too long, there's 20K or 30K loss there, and then you yeah. do it again for the next year, you're 60K down all of a sudden. Yeah. And um, it just spirals, right? So even if the market pulls back 5%, um, you, you, you're more likely find that if you're currently renting, mm -hmm. you should be buying anyway. It makes a lot of sense, providing that you can manage your repayments and yeah. Um, yeah, well, you, you factor in for inflationary spikes if there's more to come. Yeah. yeah, I was talking to a lady yesterday who's got a number of children and grandchildren and she was saying her advice to all of them has been buy whenever you can afford it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Don't, don't worry about the noise and what, what, what is potentially going to happen in mm. the market, yep. property market. When you can afford to do it, do it. That's yeah. the time. Yeah, but that's yeah. the time. So, I agree. That, that, I thought that was very, very wise advice. You know, it's funny, it's funny you say it. I actually heard it last weekend as mm. well from a buyer, mm. from a buyer that came through the one on the west side <laughs> the, of the lake. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, exact same thing. She was a mortgage broker. Yeah. She they got her pre-approval in place. Exact same wording. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and it's just good financial management that you can apply across these concepts of just don't stretch the budget to the last dollar. No, you know, that's right. Well, you know, don't borrow to the last, you know, piece of capacity that you've got otherwise when interest rates do increase and there was really only one way for them to go um, you're going to be hurting that's it and yeah. then what, what will happen to people will get used to this period as well I think it's been it's been a shock to the system because we've never been through it in the last you know 10 years you might have been through one state yourself in the 90s or you're saying I'm old <laughs> I didn't say that no, no, okay. I didn't say that you said that but 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 in terms of you know let's say our generation yeah, Luke, yeah. Or, or, or that coming through there hasn't really been an inflationary market. We no. haven't felt this. So there's a lot of panic around that at the moment. But what what I think you'll actually find will happen, people will actually start to uh, tighten their belt. That's the whole point mm -hmm. of what's going on at the moment. You talk about the luxuries that we have. We're one of the most lucky generations or, exactly you know, right. even you talk the boomers or you talk millennials or, or whatever, we're one of the luckiest out there. And yeah. we talk about our luxury and what our, our standard, you know, living, standard is. living is yeah. is so high at yeah. the moment that you know if we want to go to Macca's we go five days a week if you want <laughs> but the reality is back in the 90s you wouldn't have been able to do that you'd go one day a week and yeah. that would be it so yeah. you know I think it'll probably turn into that Again, uh, you'll probably find people will stop spending um, that discretionary yeah, level. Yeah, that's which, correct. Which, which, so. is the, which is the total objective. Uh, and it, and yeah. if there's people out there that are complaining about losing a subscription service because they can't afford it, then <laughs> suck it up. Well, when did we, uh, yeah, let's ask when, uh, yeah, you know, how often could you go to the movies in the 90s? Yeah, you know, like yeah. that's, <laughs> so, you know, that's the same lady that was talking about uh, yeah. giving advice to kids was saying, um, was thinking and, and recollecting how many times she went on an overseas trip when she was in her, you know, twenties through to seventies. Yeah, <laughs> she didn't. No, no, no. no. Yeah, it wasn't a normal thing. Where now, yeah, you know, you, you jump on a plane uh, and uh, don't spend, uh, think anything of spending a couple of grand on airfares and yeah. a few grand on accommodation. But that's our God-given right now, Steve. No, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, Andrew, what, what what advice um, or what would you say to buyers and sellers at the current market in the current market? So, if you're if you're a, a seller, a vendor, what yep. what can you do to uh, give your property the best uh, chance? 
Sure. So uh, one of my biggest risks in the market, so the, the market is still quite strong mm-hmm. for sellers. The usual advice is to make sure your pricing is competitive and mm-hmm. correct. Um, but one of the biggest risks I actually see for, for sellers and poten- potentially um, uh, carrying on this theme of lower, lower prices and, and weakness in the market um, is probably coming from severe underpricing at the moment. So whether you're priced at 600 or 700 at the moment, um, what, you, what you're finding, you still need to be competitive and don't get me wrong, that's important. You mm-hmm. need to be roughly between 20 to 30 on your target and yep. that's sort of where you want to be. Yep. Um, but when it, when it actually boils down to it, when you talk about um, uh, you talk talk about what these prices are sort of doing at the moment. Some some agents are, are cutting cutting these prices fifty to hundred thousand mm-hmm. um, on the basis of this news and the basis of how they feel about the slowing market mm. and things like that. Mm. Now the thing is, I'm actually finding that properties are taking four to six weeks to sell, which is normal. Mm-hmm. But for some agents, that won't feel normal. Yeah. Um, it depends on their experience during that time, whether it was back then or or it was in the yep. last two years and um, what they're doing now is trying to get ahead of the market which is the correct way to go to a degree but they're doing it at the expense of not getting an increase to their buy numbers yep. so um, if you're at 650 and you have three buyers to work with two are still going to be unreasonable mm-hmm. in that you then drop that price to 600 you're still going to have three buyers to work with yep. maybe maybe an extra buyer or two will come out of the woodwork yeah but then you're still going to have four unreasonable buyers and then two good buyers. So, yeah, yeah, um, so my point is that you know, even though you drop the price at the moment, people will try it on. Yeah, they yeah. will try and um, snatch a bargain if they can, and uh, that, regardless of whether you're priced at six twenty or six hundred, um, yeah. you know, is 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 semi irrelevant. You've just got to work with the yeah. buyer that yeah. is serious and and try and get the price and just. Just extend your thought process about how long it may actually take to sell, as opposed mm. to necessarily just going, "Hey, we'll just we'll just fire sale it, and you know, mm. we'll aim for the one week which was normal last year." Yep. So, yep. Um, so you want a good deal? Go and go and find an agent <laughs> who entered the market at twenty twenty. Yeah, that's right. And all they're right. used to is things going up. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Don't so don't pretty know, pretty much. Right. I mean, when you when you talk about Warners Bay again, you know, you only only. Only a year ago, you had three bedroom houses selling for eight fifty to nine hundred. Yeah. The latest prices, and this only happened last week. I've seen a cut and run type mentality, mm-hmm. and some of those are now under eight. Yeah. So, you know, the guides are reflecting that now. The prices haven't reflected that yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but again, you could see a percent or two that varies varies because of that. Yeah. Um, but when it boils down to it, you know, that's a that's a ten percent swing. That's not the two percent we've not seen what's actually happening so yeah. far. Yeah. yeah, so it's yeah. a bit, it's a bit out of disconnected yeah, yeah. at the moment. Yeah, right? and if and if you're a buyer, um, I guess you still have to put in a genuine. Yeah, you know, you've got to be. Yeah, familiar. correct. You're still, so you're still probably not going to snaffle that that uh, dead set. You know, fifty. 50 grand, 100 grand yeah. reduction that you're, you're hoping for. That's it, that's it. So, so vendors have realigned expectations from peak mm-hmm. now. I would say they understand that it's not necessarily where it was today, mm-hmm. but it is still driven by competition on those properties. So coming back to the 60-40 rule, 60% 
silly buggers, yeah. 40% serious yep. buyers. Yep. There's still enough strong competition for those buyers to that if you really want that property, you're still it's probably going to have to shoot or aim yeah. up. So, so uh, it's a tip for purchasers is don't be a silly bugger. Correct, yeah, correct. Yeah, if you want to be taken seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, I hear it on the phone, you know, Jake had an offer the other day and, he, you know, they go, you know, we just dropped one in Jarrett Street. We'll talk, I'll talk about it. It's at uh, Waratah West. Yeah. It's priced at the moment at six to six fifty. Um I'm a bit biased because I have one a block away, so I've got to watch it. But um, it, it affects me a little bit. But that's that's the feedback the boys have been getting. It's basically between sort of six to six fifty. Yep. Um, they were originally shooting for seven hundred, so mm-hmm. the reality is they're probably chasing the six fifty if they can find it. Yep. Um, but we got three offers at five eighty. Yeah. Sure enough, you know, come come the weekend, they came through it on the weekend. Now we're getting offers at five eighty all of a sudden. So mm-hmm. the right buyer will come along. They'll pay six thirty to six fifty for Jarrett Street. It will yeah. happen. Um, but the cat, but the catch is, yeah, everyone's expectations. As soon as you move in the guy, right? Oh, I'll, I'll just lowball that guy. Yeah. Do a bit of research, have a bit of a look at what's going on. How yeah. does it look? Yeah. All right, it looks good. Well, maybe we should put an yeah. offer at the yeah, highest price. Yeah. Pretty, pretty realistic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> they won't stop people from trying it on. They will. No, that's right. They love it. And, and look, some, some of those become buyers. So mm. we saw that in the COVID period mm. where a lot of these buyers were lowballing, lowballing, lowballing and getting nowhere. What actually happened, that built up a pent-up buyer pool mm-hmm. um, and that actually caused a problem come that June period. It just switched on the tap and then all of a sudden those prices just screamed higher. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's actually a, a, probably a small risk in those buyers pooling up at that sort of lower level that that could potentially be a, a, a net gain for the market as opposed mm-hmm. to a, a yeah. decline. Yeah. So, um, yeah, don't be surprised. It's um, once again, I've got this rule don't be surprised either way. It could mm-hmm. go, you know, up or down. But the reality is, when I look at that, I go, right, well, there's some similarities to what yeah. was in COVID with those built up, built up low ball buyers. And if, yeah. if they don't find what they want or stock doesn't increase, watch out. So, yeah. yeah. Excellent. All right, well, we might wind it up there today. Thanks very much for your time. Congratulations again on yeah, the man, impending awesome. um, Thanks, addition to your family and, and the partnership. Um, very pleased for you. We'll get you on again in a few months' time. Uh, Sounds just good. to see whether all your, all your predictions have, uh, <laughs> have come through. But I think if you went back yeah. six months, I'm pretty close. Yeah, so, I think I said 3% up at the start of the year, yeah. 3% down mm-hmm. at the end. We're almost on it. No, so. I'll need, I'll you're, need pretty to. Good. you're pretty good. You're pretty good. Yeah. You're, you're pretty accurate. Re- reason why you're a yeah. repeat offender. Yeah. <laughs> um, so thanks very much. We really appreciate it. Um, Thanks again, Luke. Um, Thank you, Steve. Reminded Thank you, all of our listeners to leave a review, um, share us around, and um, grow the movement, the Money Men movement. Be all sure right. to visit Money Man Goss. And, uh, <laughs> and, and uh, we'll put a link to um, Andrew's uh, business career um, uh, with the show yep. notes. Yep. yep. Awesome. See you in a fortnight. Awesome. Lovely. Thanks, guys. See Thanks you. for having me on.